Welcome to Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news. This is episode 104, recorded June 4th, 2022. I'm your host, Charles Curran. In today's episode, two years of the Lock Sportscast, DEFCON 30 call for volunteers, Medico X4s and M4s, the Kia Boys and other criminals, products, meetups, sales, giveaways, and more. You can subscribe to the audio version of the show on most podcast apps and at thelocksportscast.com. You can subscribe to the video version on YouTube, Odyssey, or Apple Podcasts. Links to stories discussed will be in the show notes. Some apps limit the length of show notes and the ability to post links, but you can always find full show notes with all of the links at thelocksportscast.com. Well, this episode should be released uh, officially on Monday, the 6th of June, 2022. And that is the two-year anniversary of the first episode. The first episode being released on June 6th, 2020. And I honestly don't even know how to say thank you for for what you all have done in support of the show. Sending in news every week. Uh, donating money. And uh, it's been a really fun ride. 104 episodes as of this one right here. Uh, with only one episode missed a couple weeks ago. So big thank you to everyone for uh, helping keep me going, making it a fun experience. So first up in the news, this is not something I normally do. Um, I have mentioned in the past that this has happened before, but I was contacted by somebody who wanted to see if I wanted to buy the participants list for B-Sides San Francisco 2022. The email reads, Hi there. I just want to check if you are interested in getting the entire participants list of B-Side San Francisco 2022 from the 4th and 5th of June 2022. The list will come to you in Excel spreadsheet with 95% of email deliverability rate. Our list contains details like contact name, title, URL, company name, phone, address, zip code, city, state, country, and mostly verified email addresses. Let me know if this interests you so that I can send you more details on this. Regards, this really irritates me. Either this is a scam and they're trying to take people for money, or this is them selling information that they really shouldn't be selling just to get people spammed with email. All I can say is thank you for contributing to the spam problem in this country, and I have nothing good to say about you. Back on the positive side, Tool US sent out an email calling for DEFCON 30 volunteers. The email reads in part Hello, lockpickers. It's like homecoming this year. Weird. Feels like there is a theme in there somewhere. Tool's biggest event of the year is coming up, and we're looking forward to seeing many of you there. Read on to learn how you can be one of the awesome staff that makes this event work so well. So the venue dates are August 11th through the 14th. And they say, as with past years, we recognize that people have various levels of time to dedicate to the village, and we accommodate that through different dedication levels, light, dedicated, and insane. And those different levels come with different uh, perks. They say, so light is four shifts, and the badge cost covered plus love. Dedicated is six shifts, and the perks are badge cost plus most of room cost plus love, and insane, at least eight shifts, 
and the perks are badge cost plus room cost plus love. They continue, of course, these are just the perks that come from us. Those of you who have volunteered in the past know that there are plenty of other awesome reasons to come help out. For now, just think about how much time you can commit to the village. The actual shift planning will happen in July when we have a better idea of staff members and when events will be happening during DEF CON. And they have a quick clarification here for people who have been involved in the past. To avoid confusion, set up and tear down shifts will count as worked shifts. Although we continue to ask anyone who is around to lend a hand if they can or want to, those shifts will now be staffed as regular shifts included in the 4 to 8 count for dedication levels. In the event we have more volunteers than we can accommodate, tool membership, dedication level, and prior volunteer experience will be considered. And there's a link in the email to a volunteer form. So if anybody is going to be in the going to DEF CON this year or is already in that area and wants to volunteer to help out, I will have some links in the show notes so you can uh, sign up to help. And PandaFrog just put out a video entitled Who is Next? Zipperhead Pass Around Box and a Pick and Gut of a Red American Lock 1100. And he says, here's your chance to get the Zipperhead Pass Around Box next. Just comment under this video and in about four weeks, I will draw the next station for the pass around box. It must stay in Europe, and it needs to keep moving. Maximum time at a picker's location is two months. And this box is full of locks that are common in the U.S., but more difficult to come across in Europe. So that's the reason it is being passed around in Europe, as these are American locks and other locks that are common in the States, but not over there. To give you a chance to experiment with locks that you might not have readily available if you live on the continent. So, anyway, link to PandaFrog's video in the show notes if you're interested in being the next to receive that. Moving on to videos here, we have a video that I saw this week called How the Medico X4 Works by Tyler J. Thomas. And this is a good breakdown of how the Medico X4 system works, which is basically an interesting key control system which is which serves a similar function to what the Slag Everest does in that it has basically a little check slider check pin to uh just ensure that you're using a key with the patented profile and everything but it works in a slightly different way and it's just always interesting to see these little mechanical bits that they throw into locks and Michael Maynard put out a video on the Medico M4, which he picked this last week. The description says, The Medico M4 is a truly excellent mechanical lock, and I think a very important one for Asa Abloy's product offerings in North America. Picking it is an interesting experience in that it picks slightly different every time, not because the tolerances are super close, like, say, the MT5+, Plus, but because the inherent randomness of the rotational biaxial pin states means that you sometimes end up with an easy problem to solve and sometimes a harder one requiring more steps. Binding order can bounce between top pins and rotation key pins and finger pins, and in this instance I got a lucky roll of the dice. I have a lot more to say about this lock and we'll do a proper review video which I'll link here in due course. So if you're interested in the Medico M4, there aren't a whole lot of videos out there on it. Uh, Artichoke 
2000 was the, I believe, the first to pick it on video. So you can also check out his channel and watch the video on that. But uh, there isn't a whole lot out there on this particular lock. So uh, stay tuned. Check out Artichoke's video. Check out Michael Maynard's video and stay tuned to see what Michael has to say about it when he gets his other video up. And Jim Morton pointed me to a video this week called Kia Boy's Documentary, A Story of Teenage Car Theft. But the video is a YouTube documentary behind the scenes with the Kia Boys, a name for teenage car thieves that are stealing Kias and Hyundais in Milwaukee. The Kia Boys are responsible for hundreds of car thefts, high-speed chases, and crashes every year with little repercussions because they are minors, and so they're just stealing people's cars left and right, running them around, joyriding in them, and crashing them. But I have to say the the gentleman who made this video did a really good job and actually interviews some of the Kia boys, people in the areas that they affect, and gets both sides of the story. So really interesting and definitely worth checking out. And it looks like there is a new article posted on lockpickworld.com. It's entitled, How to Pick Locks? the first five steps, what you need to start lockpicking. So for somebody who's new, might be interesting to check out. The segments are called, what locks do I start with? What lock picks do I need? What you need to know? What you need to do? And everything else. In the very beginning of the first segment, which is, what locks do I start with? says, before you even think about buying your first lockpick set, you should educate yourself a little bit about what locks you're looking to pick. There's probably more locks out there than you think and variations of each of those. Luckily, people have been picking locks for years, centuries in fact, and it's pretty much considered standard procedure to begin your lock picking journey with the basic pin cylinder locks, the type you will likely have on your front door or know from padlocks. The housing may be different, but the mechanism is much the same. And the article also goes on to start with the basic rules, which is don't pick a lock in use and, and some of the reasons behind that. Uh, definitely being responsible there. So for somebody who's new to Locksport, it might be worth checking out. Moving on to products, Bare Bones sent in a note last week after I finished recording saying that they will be releasing a number of products during June after various requests. First up is a dual cutaway six-pin Euro cylinder. It is top grubbed, so easy for a beginner to replace pins without requiring any specialized tool just the supplied Allen key. The keyway is Schlag and comes with an SC4 key. It is pinned with standard drivers to provide enough challenge without being too difficult. The kit includes a mini pinning kit of various pin sizes, standard, serrated, and spool drivers, with spare grub nuts and springs. An extra SC1 key is also included to practice pinning to another bedding and challenge the beginner further. And they mentioned that Mix777Oz would be releasing a review video, which I believe is out, and I will have a link to that in the show notes as well, in case you are interested in that. And Multipick has a new tubular lock tensioner designed by Lock Noob. And the description says, a large number of different tubular locks can be successfully opened with the help of this special wrench, which was specially designed by Lock Noob for Multipick. Besides, this spanner also helps overcome anti-drill ball bearings in some locks. And of course, there will be links to that in the show notes as well. Moving on to meetups, we have B-Sides Cleveland, which is happening Friday, June 17th through Saturday, the 18th in Cleveland. 
and the website is besidescleveland.com. LockCon 2022 registration is open, and that will be taking place from Thursday the 25th of August to Sunday the 28th. DEFCON 30 taking place August 11th through the 14th at uh, Caesars Forum, Flamingo, Harrah's, and Link Hotel. So they have their lockpicking village, which you are welcome to volunteer for, or just stop by and say hi if you're checking out DEFCON. And last but not least, SyncCon 2022, which will be taking place in Provo, Utah, October 25th through the 28th. If you know of any other meetups, even if they're just local ones for your area, go ahead and send them in. I would love to cover them here. I get actually a lot of questions about local meetups, and I don't really have answers for people. So if you have something, send it in. I will add it to my list and get it out here so people know what's going on in their local areas. I would love to do that. Moving on to Lockpickers United belts this week, we have two new purple belts. The big Kibari and Prince both earned purple. And congratulations to Lock Fumbler on earning brown this week. So congratulations to all of you on your new belts. If you're not familiar with the Lockpickers United belt system yet, or if you have any questions, there are links in the show notes to the official rules, as well as some videos to, that will help explain the system to you and how it works and why it's fun. Now it's time to take a quick break. Say thank you to the people that made this episode possible. First off, a big thank you to our newest patron, Snake. Snake signed up this last week, and I really appreciate that. Hopefully I can keep this show up to a level that it's worth what you all are paying me. Uh, so with that, producers for this episode include uh, Jimmy Longs, Pandafrog, Michael Gilchrist, Starlock, Williams Brain, Dave to be deciphered, Lebon's Locksport Journey, Pat from Uncensored Tactical, Three Raccoons and Coach, Sherelle, Dr. Hawkmaster, Clayton Howard, a.k.a. Cooltoon, Mog, John Locke, Rat Yoke, Mr. Picker, Cranky Lockpicker, JHP Picking, Bare Bones Lockpicking, Deadbolt Cafe, NWA Lockpicker, Snake. Chief content producer for this episode is I Fisk. Other content producers are Albert LaBelle, Bare Bones Lockpicking, Cheryl, Cleveland Locks, Dan Ritchie, Dark Arts Lockpicking, Ian, Jim Morden, Joe Picks, Joshua Gonzalez, Newhouse Lock and Key, Panfrog, and Tony Varelli. Thank you for all of your support. I really, really appreciate it. And remember, the show is only possible because of all that support. So if you value this podcast, please help support it by sending in your news, links, events, giveaway information, anything you have that's Locksport related that you think the community should or would like to know about. Uh, I would definitely like to get some more meetup information. So if you have that, be sure to send it in. Don't forget to share the show with your lockpicking friends. Every person you share it with is a potential new listener. They can share it with somebody else. So it really helps the show grow and spread the word if you just share it with your fellow lockpickers, either online or in person. Don't forget to leave a review or a comment or a thumbs up or whatever the particular platform that you listen on allows. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite platform. And if you want, you can donate via PayPal or Patreon. If you support the show with a donation or information I use on the show, I will give you credit in the show and in the show notes. If you'd like to leave some feedback, you can go to locksportscast.com slash contact. Feedback can be kept confidential or I can share it on the show. That's your choice. If you want it shared on the show, submit a note, video, or audio recording. Please keep it reasonable length, polite, work family safe, no politics, and not just drama. Moving on to lockpicking criminal stories, we have 
Story here out of Cleveland from May 26th. Attempted burglary. At 5.45 p.m. on May 16th, a woman in her 50s reported her belief that someone had tried to enter her home's garage through a back door sometime over the previous weekend. At the scene, officers found a lockpick and boot prints near the back door. It was determined that someone had gained entry into the garage, but that nothing was stolen. And it says the detective bureau processed the scene. Not sure exactly what that means, but it sounds like they are taking it seriously, which is good. Then out of Colorado, Summit County, on May 11th, Summit County man faces charges related to Dillon Valley standoff. The story says that the police standoff in Dillon Valley on May 10th resulted in the arrest of a 38-year-old Summit County man on multiple felony charges, according to a news release. The suspect reportedly used a lockpick to enter his ex-wife's residence. The woman said she watched him by using a security camera set up in the apartment. Police say he was not seen leaving the home on camera. The news release says that the standoff lasted for six and a half hours after law enforcement received the report of a burglary and a domestic violence incident in progress. Investigators say the suspect refused to answer the phone calls placed by law enforcement and multiple commands instructing him to leave the residence. He was originally believed to have possibly been armed. The Summit County Sheriff said that the man was not found with a weapon when he was apprehended, despite the claims made to dispatchers. When officers arrived, the suspect deactivated the cameras and internet, according to reports from the police. He also drew the curtains during the standoff, preventing deputies from seeing inside the unit. After the curtains were drawn, officers entered the unit and used a robot to locate the suspect. Once located, the man surrendered and was taken into custody without further incident. The suspect faces charges of domestic violence, stalking, second-degree burglary, criminal mischief, harassment, felony theft, computer crime, obstructing a peace officer, and second-degree criminal tampering. He also faces charges from a related incident on May 9th involving the same person and location. The charges from that case were not disclosed in this particular news release. And hopping over to the other side of the pond so they don't feel left out, over in the UK, police name man charged with going equipped for theft. So the article named him, but I try to have a policy of not naming them, so I've eliminated the name they provided. So the article says, Officers arrested and charged a man from Newton Lee Willows with going equipped to steal in Kirkby. At around 11.20 p.m. on Friday, May 20th, officers were on patrol in on Bully Drive in Kirkby when they noticed a man they say was acting suspiciously inside a telephone kiosk. Neighborhood officers say they noticed the suspect standing in the phone box with a set of flip-flops. Does that mean flip-flops are suspicious? Anyway, officers stopped to check the suspect, who reportedly ditched the flip-flops and made off on foot. Police alleged that a lock-picking kit and pliers were also discarded by the suspect, and a man that they think was that person was detained a short time later. Moving on to sales, Newhouse Lock and Key has 10% off with the code THELOCKSPORTSCAST uh, that expires at the end of June, but the, the code is missing the A in CAST, at least the version he sent me. So a link and the code are provided in the show notes. And over at Peterson's Locksmith Tools, thinkpeterson.com, if you click on their overstock section, they have a whole bunch of stuff listed in there at reduced prices. Barebones Lockpicking has the code TRAINWITHDALP10 
or 10% off store-wide on top of any other discounts. That expires on June 13th. Over at lockpickmall.com, you have your choice of codes. Dark Arts Lockpicking has the code DARKVIP. Albert LaBelle has the code ALBERT. Joe Picks has the code JOEPIX. So pick your favorite lock sporter there and use their code if you head over to Lockpick Mall. And over at 3DLockSport.com, you can get 10% off with the code LSCAST10. The ever-present 15% off with the code BUYMAKO at MAKOLOCKS.com. And 10% off with the code GIFT over at UKLockPickers.co.uk. Moving on to giveaways, LockNoob has a 100k subs LockMaster pick giveaway. Looks like there are two prize groups with five winners each, and this is being run through Gleam.io. There will be a link in the show notes. So the first prize set will include one credit card pick set V2 from LockMaster and a LockMaster apprentice set. And there will be five total of that package given away. And the second one, also with five winners selected, will include the LockMaster credit card pick set V2 and the LockMaster Apprentice pick set, as well as a soon-to-be-released lockpicking product that has not yet been named. You have to wonder, would that be the new tension wrench, maybe? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Uh, Terms and conditions. Address, no P.O. boxes, something that uh, DHL Express can ship to. You got to be 18 or older. It's got to be legal for you to own lockpicking tools in your area. And the usual Gleam.io way of entering, which is you got to follow on Twitter and YouTube and stuff like that. So if you're interested, head over there and check that out. And as of the time I'm recording this, there hasn't been an announcement yet that Mini Panda Frog 2 has been born. So, the Mini Panda Frog 2 giveaway may still be going by the time you hear this. The expected due date was June 8th, and we are fast approaching that. So, Mini Panda Frog 2 giveaway, probably still running. If you haven't entered yet, you are running out of time. You better get over there and get entered. Don't forget about the hashtag LockBoss giveaway that CLK Supplies has every week. They are a locksmith supplier, usually have some really good prizes. So be sure to check those out if you're into giveaways. Thank you for a wonderful two years of the Lock Sportscast. It has been a fun ride for me, learning to uh, do this in the public sphere every week, managing to make it work on my crazy schedule. Thank you to everyone who has supported me with news and information and financially. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you to every one of you that keeps listening to this show. It means a lot. And uh, remember to keep it legal. Yeah.